Molly just started licking her foot and breathing very loud. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology. How every time we hit the record button, our dog starts making noise. Um, Urban legends. What's even on the bottom of her foot that she's been licking for the past 30 seconds? True crime. Maybe a ghost on her foot that tastes like mm, sugar or something. Because <laughs> most ghosts taste like sugar. What do you think ghosts even taste like? like now, mist? oh, we're we're starting. We're rolling right now. Okay, well, well then what does mist taste like, like? I don't know, a Sprite? <laughs> like a misted Sprite. Okay, maybe like... Like may, the misters maybe... that are at the zoo, but instead of water, they're Sprite. Okay, so let me ask you this really quick. Why not Sierra Mist? It could be that, too. I mean, it's your preference, I guess. It's basically the exact same pop. Yeah. We we say pop, right? Pop. Yeah. Sorry if anyone... Well, I mean, we don't need to apologize for saying soda. Soda. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Each week, we research a topic separately, and then we come together and tell each other for the first time. So we kind of listen with you. We sure do. And this week, it's all about Sprite. <laughs> and do you remember when they started, when, when they came out and they were talking about Sprite as being the un-cola because it wasn't brown? No. Really? Yeah, but what makes cola brown? Caramel drip is <laughs> what I thought. Also, why why do you think they chose brown brown as like your know. default pop color? Well, maybe because if you used a, like a color color, it would look like juice. Okay. Or like if it was blue, people like parents at the time wouldn't be like, I'm not drinking that blue fizzy drink. I mean, why not? Just keep it neutral. Yeah, but brown, like brown liquid usually isn't, well, it's like, isn't like cool. Well, I mean, alcohol's brown. Some. Yeah, sometimes it can be brown. It's either yeah. brown or clear. What are some other what are some other cool brown liquids? Don't say I don't want to talk don't. about this. <laughs> what did we talk about last week? We, we talked, talked about, about orange liquid. Vampires. Yeah, how to tell if someone you know is a vampire. And I feel like we went down the list and you might have been 5% more vampire than me. Yeah, maybe I was like 40%. You were about like 35% vampire. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then you talked about how Skrillex will keep the mosquitoes away. Yes. Uh, mummified mice. That they found that in they, the tombs of Egypt. They found a lot of those things. Yeah, along with a falcon and an eagle. And so cool. The neighbor's dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or it might have been the neighbor's eagle. You don't know that. And then you also you had one more, I think. I forget what it was. The Bolskeen house? What is it? Oh, yeah, it was a house. It yeah. was a house that, okay, and while you're looking it up, this is rare that we're looking it up. It was the Bolskeen house, the um, occultist uh, Alistair Crowley's house was for sale. That's right, over by Loch Ness. Yes. That's so cool. I think it's still for sale. I hope it is because you and I are going to start a GoFundMe just to buy that house and own it and then turn the house into a very cool, sleek, aerodynamic coffee shop. For us to sit inside and play Mortal Kombat. Okay, so... Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, no. Here we go. Lindsay and I got the new Mortal Kombat over the weekend, and it's very fun. Let's say it's been very... It's been a hit at the Reed House. It has It has been, been a punch yeah it's been an upper it's been a get over here is what i say yeah <laughs> what i say it's been a fatality over here to the controller well uh, before we play i say get over here and i say scorpion because he's <laughs> because he's the one who says it uh let's just say we played the game so much last night that Lindsay's thumbs hurt today yeah my wrist hurts <laughs> but i will say that i'm not very jaded about it Oh, you know Jade because she's my favorite character. Yeah, she is. Well, I like Melina, but she's not in this one. Yeah, she's Sorry, not, which folks. is sad. But well, she's dead. But she, eh, I won't ruin it. I think yeah. she'll be back. Well, and you and I were discussing as well in the Mortal Kombat universe. Anything can happen. Like your head can get cut off, and then in two scenes later, you're back, and no one, yeah. no one bats an eye. They're like, oh, well, there's Liu Kang, even though your head just got cut off, and someone drank your blood. I just like the logic of Mortal Kombat of like, we're buddies, we're hanging out, things are going well, and then like you get in a slight disagreement with someone and immediately mm -hmm. you're like, I love you, but you know what? We're going to have to fight now. 
there's one part in the game where uh, also there's a little bit of time travel involved in this new Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. which is awesome, which might have something to do with my topic today, might. But then, yeah, Scorpion tries to convince Raiden that he's not there to be bad. And Raiden says, are you sure? Let's fight about it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is always fighting about one thing or another. And then that solves the issue. And like, oh, okay. Well, you did just cut me in half uh, uh, vertically. And then you let a bunch of bugs eat my organs. But now I'm back together. And now I agree with you. Right. I love Mortal Kombat. It's so much fun. And you can play online now with people, which is wild. I wonder when they started that game in 1992, they were like, you know what? One of these days, you're going to be able to play online with your buds. That game's been around for such a long time. and It's it's, an old game. But it's always been good. Yeah. Oh, man. I could talk about Mortal Kombat all day. I know. I Uh, got bored already, though. You're bored with, with me talking about it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Not of the game, but I'm just interested in your topic that you have this week because you said it had to do with time travel. It kind of does. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Or it quite literally has everything to do with it. Okay. But before <laughs> before we get into it, I have two pieces of breaking booze. Well, who is this episode for? Side note. Oh, we didn't even dedicate it. You didn't dedicate it. You stole the cup. You okay? Well, well, it's it's turned into a thing the last few. Or I'll say a name, then you say a name. So this is on us. Okay. All right, and mm-hmm. I need us to both be responsible for this. I'm gonna say that this episode is for everyone who had a part in making Mortal Kombat 11. That's a lot of people. Well, I love them all. And <laughs> okay, well then now you pick a giant group of people to dedicate this episode well, to. How about I'll just pick one person and that person is the one grumpy old dude that hates Mortal Kombat. All right. And sits on his couch and pouts. Just thinking about the yeah. I can't believe there's a squid. It's not even a scorpion, a real insect. It's just a yellow, a guy in a yellow costume. You got Cradge over there that hates Mortal Kombat. Cradge. Yeah, that, that, that does seem like a thing that an old man named Cradge would hate. Yeah. Uh, okay, first piece of breaking booze. It's a short one, but it's a shorty but a goody. Okay. In Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. there was a couple that saw a bunch of lights in the woods, and they thought it was a UFO. So all of a sudden, they just started, they're like, well, no other choice. Let's shoot at it. So they both had, so they both had a gun. Uh, well, not one gun between, but they both owned a gun on each of them. Hello. And then they, and then they started shooting in the woods at what they thought these blinking lights was a spaceship. Turns out, can you guess what the blinking lights were? They killed a bunch of campers. No. It's not that macabre. There were uh, lightning bugs. So they went out in the woods and shot like crazy because there was lightning bugs out there. Yeah, and they thought it was a spaceship. Yeah, that makes sense perfectly. I would Man, I don't want to be neighbors with them. No, neither do I. Well, we already Take your are. dog outside. They think it's the wolf man. They start shooting at your dog. Yeah. Gosh forbid your dog has one of those cool light up collars that you and I had for Molly for a while, but her, her fur kind of covered it up. Yeah. It was really cool though. It was pink. It was She looked awesome. In yeah. It. She was ready to rave. She was ready to rave. And she you could turn it- She was craving the rave. You could, she was craving the rave and scraven. And then you could turn it on uh, strobe mode and she would just lay there with it blinking pink and it was very funny. Yeah. But either way, I think that the people who were shooting at the lightning bugs may have been inebriated. I would hope so. So would I. Because anytime I see a blinking light in the woods and it's around like getting closer summertime, I don't think- Oh, spaceship! I think. Oh, lightning. Well, bugs. and they they lived in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, and like a wooded area where like there they are didn't just bugs. move there. No, they they didn't just move there from outer space, and yeah. then they thought it was a another race of aliens trying to infiltrate them. Right. Yep they huh. they just shot they they just shot their guns at a bunch of lightning bugs, uh, and it's like leave them alone. Yeah, those lightning bugs were probably like, what the heck? Hey, hey. This is the fourth time this week we've been confused with a spaceship. (laughs) I'm over it. By the same people. By the same people. (laughs) Do you say lightning bugs or fireflies? I say lightning bugs. I feel like we grew up saying lightning bugs. Yeah. In northeastern Ohio, I guess we just said lightning bugs. Yeah, I think the northwest, they say fireflies. Oh, in northwest Ohio? Oh, northwest of the United States. Oh, see, I thought lightning bugs didn't go out there. 
because when well, I might not be. I don't know. I'm not very smart. <laughs> uh, but hey, welcome to Spooky Spouses. We ain't that smart, but we're friendly. Yeah. Is that our, I would say so. Is that our new tagline? We're pretty good neighbors, too. We won't shoot lightning bugs in the woods. <laughs> Spooky spouses. Good neighbors won't shoot at lights. Not very smart. <laughs> uh, the next piece of breaking booze I have, and the last one, in 1960, so this isn't that breaking, but it's breaking to me. In London, they were clearing, they being construction workers, were clearing the site for a new residential neighborhood and there were some old houses there and i guess the property had been sold and they said tear it down we're building cool new apartment complexes or something so there was on the property was a long abandoned mansion that belonged to a guy by the name of thomas theodore merlin of course his last name was merlin mm. m-e-r-l-i-n was he a wizard uh let me check my notes uh, for sure a wizard yeah it says here for sure a wizard <laughs> yeah i just read very quick and now psych i am very smart okay because i can read very fast in the basement of this guy's um uh <laughs> I almost said a mansion in the basement of this guy's a mansion. Yeah. Uh, before they they tore it down, all the construction workers went into the basement to just check it out because it was a giant mansion that had been abandoned for a long time. So in the basement were a bunch of like many 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 wooden boxes that were tightly sealed. Okay, that's so, a warning sign of I think Satan lives here. Oh, just a bunch of tightly sealed wooden boxes. Or a wizard. Or you're at a container store from the <laughs> 1960s or yeah. from the turn of the century. You're at a Mary Kay party. <laughs> in in 1906, <laughs> 1906. Where, where everything comes in uh, tightly packaged wooden boxes. Yeah. But all these wooden crates, they were not touched uh, until recently in 2006. So they left them sealed shut until recently? I bet you there was one or two construction workers. Like if you and I would have been working construction for the summer in London, we probably would have been like, oh, weird. One of them just kind of got lost. And we had like put it, I'd <laughs> put it up my shirt and be like, what's wrong with your stomach? Oh, I just have a really weird boxy stomach. And then waddled home. Then you and I would have probably opened one up. But yeah. they left them all sealed until 2006. And then when they opened them in 2006, what do you think was, was in those boxes, Lindsay? A bunch of dead hamsters because they didn't open them right away. So they suffocated and died. Well, you're not you're not too far off. Yeah. In these crates were over 5,000 specimens of flora and fauna that were collected. Now, what's weird about these things is that they were all like, uh, they looked like weird mythical creatures like little cryptids that this guy had caught and captured and kept in little wooden boxes in his basement like how big were these boxes some were big some were small so according so they were just like little bug species bugs and mammals and creepy crawlies and humanid or hominid looking things and yeah all sorts of weird things According to this report, Thomas Theodore Merlin was born in 1782 in Hellingshire, Northern England. He was the son of a rich aristocrat and biologist, Edward Merlin, and would eventually follow in his father's footsteps on fringe naturalism. Ah, cool, hmm. huh? He spent the majority of his life in seclusion, traveling extensively to collect bizarre specimens of species that were yet to be cataloged by reputable zoologists and naturalists. So there's a video that for some reason they chose to use the narrator for the video as the text to speech and it's like a minute long oh. and I'll and I'll post the video but the narration's only like a minute long and it's like prepare yourself to see collection of creatures <laughs> uh whatever whatever and then it just goes through and shows all these photos some of the some of the creatures that I wrote down that I saw a 4 inch high little mummy guy uh, multiple collection or multiple fairy specimens with big old wings. So they were little people with wings. Yeah, like little mummified dead little skeletons with wings and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, small dragons and lizards. There was a vampire box and a werewolf box that had sketches of vampires and werewolves with tiny guns and knives and weapons specifically designed to kill said vampire or werewolf. There was this thing with a weird split mouth like you zipped it up and down vertically 
with its mouth. There was a full werewolf head, a book with a latch on it with like all these pagan embossed sort of leather designs on it. Weird. Uh, a thing with a bunny head, a lot of drawings of organs, a lot of little buddies with insect heads. Now, looking at these things, they look real, kind of, but I'm not sure if they are real. But either way, even if it was like cool art or something. Do you think he spliced insects together? I think this person was taking like skeletons or at least modeling these creatures uh, after skeletons. It was trying to like trick people into thinking that they were real. And then when they saw this thing, actually, they're like, oh, well, maybe he didn't get the chance to like show people. But opening up all these boxes, I'm sure it was pretty alarming for people. But some look kind of real. Some don't look very real. Yeah. But it was really neat. They were they were really they were really cool looking. It looked like uh, Mm -hmm. like Jim Henson and Tim Burton sort of created all these little cool characters and stuff. Weird. But imagine finding that in this guy's basement when you're demolishing this mansion. I think the scariest thing is knowing that the construction workers found this and then didn't open the things right away. Yeah. Like they're all just like, oh, a bunch of boxes that are sealed tight in this weird, creepy old mansion. Let's just put those aside. Yeah. What do you think they were like? Can't be be bothered with face. That's my... uh, Maybe. That's my English... English accent. Was yeah. it good? Sure. Do you yeah. have do you have one? I'm tired. I I don't <laughs> I can't muster up an accent when I'm sleepy. Okay, speaking of being sleepy yeah. or sorry, speaking of time travel, I saw this thing online. Actually, Mortal Kombat did not spark my interest for this, but I saw this thing online the other day that was talking about time travel or whatever, like, look at these photos that prove time travel exists. Yeah, like the machines they would sell you, the time travel machines. Yep. I think you could still buy those online. Oh, for sure you can. 100% you can. (sighs) Let me look on Amazon. Yep, and I just bought three of them in case one doesn't work. (laughs) So you and I now have three coming there. Would you hook up all three at once? I think So it's like a backfire thing, like one doesn't work, next one kicks in immediately, next one kicks... Like you have 12 of them, and they all are just the backups for the one before well 12 i mean 12 is a lot of them yeah i think three's fine (laughs) (laughs) now let me check how yeah they're each seven thousand dollars i think some of them are like really expensive i'm sure they are i'm sure they are and then like how do you tell the person it didn't work so it's like well time travel is really difficult maybe you just didn't do it right yeah do you have the right type of crystal oh that piece of quartz that you have is four and a half inches long you need four and three quarters perfectly uh perfect uh, what what am i saying uh, yeah you need this thing Perfectly. Perfectly. That's kind of like in the beauty industry when they like, what is it? I think it's like a jade rock or something that it's like comes in a roller now and you're supposed to rub it on your face and it's supposed to like beautify you. And it's like, I'm sorry, listeners, do whatever you want. If you want to roll that thing on your face, but it's not going (laughs) to do anything for you. No. It's a gimmick. Now, I think you and I have talked about this a little bit, but we don't talk about these types of things a lot. But you were a part of the beauty industry for a very long time professionally. Yeah. So I think that you, in this case, would be an expert on this, that rubbing a rock on your face doesn't really do much. I'm not an expert by any means. I just have um, common sense. Okay. And I know that if you rub a rock on your face, it's not going to help you. Okay. Well, what if I rub an what if I rub a rock that a person sold me who looks who like was wearing like a like a cool like tie-dye shirt? I mean, it's a story for sure. Yeah. Well, what about the in in the movie Half Baked? The Jim Brewer said he bought Jerry Garcia's ashes, and then remember he like Jerry Garcia came out of his necklace pouch. I don't remember that movie very well. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So yeah. I have I have a few Let's stories. Time travel back to what you were talking about. Yeah, four or five minutes ago, or yeah. however long it was. I have some stories about people who said that they have time traveled, or some stories that I guess are actually documented. You know, who knows if they're real or not, but they have been documented. Okay. These stories about time travel. Do you like time travel? I like time travel. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I really believe in time travel. I don't know if I do either. I'm on Never the fence. Never really thought about it. Yeah, I'm on the fence about it. Okay, the first story is known as the Moberly Jourdain story or Jourdain incident. Now, that's not my name. Okay. In 19- 19. I do like to call you Jourdain. 
You do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very cool when you call me that because I feel <laughs> I really like nicknames. I give people a lot of nick- uh, nicknames. I like a good nickname. Yeah. In 1901, two Englishwomen, Anne Moberly and Eleanor Jourdain, took a vacation to France. And they went to, isn't it Versailles? Is that how you pronounce it? I believe so. I think so. Not very smart. Uh, but while they were at Versailles, they were walking around and they went to check out this little chateau on the palace grounds that Marie Antoinette used to use as her little private hangout space. She had a lot of private hangout spaces. She did. Because she just wanted to sit around and eat cookies. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And I guess that's exactly what she used to do in this little chateau. She would just hang out and just kind of relax out there and maybe just eat a bunch of macarons. Yeah, she loved them. And snack. Mm Mm-hmm. But while these two women were there touring the property, they said they started to notice some odd occurrences. Oh, yeah? Yep. They said they spotted people wearing clothing that was more so in the time period of Marie Antoinette. They heard mysterious disembodied voices. They saw buildings and other structures that were no longer present and indeed had not existed since the late 1700s. Finally, they said they caught a sight of Marie Antoinette herself drawing in a sketchbook when they were Mm. checking out this little chateau on the property of Versailles. They claimed to have fallen into a, quote, time slip, end quote, and been briefly transported back more than a hundred years before being jolted back to present day by a tour guide. So they were on a tour and then they they zoned out for a minute? They were on a tour. They wandered off by themselves to look at Marie Antoinette's private chill zone, her small chateau. Right. Chateau de kicking it hard, son. (laughs) Chateau de not ruling the country properly. Chateau de cookie party. (laughs) Chateau de cookie party. And then while they were there, they said, "I, I imagine these two women just being stuck there and looking around and going, what in the world? Because they're noticing Marie Antoinette drawing in a sketchbook. They're noticing buildings that haven't been there since the 1700s. And then a tour guide walking up to these two women and going, hey, guys, tours back this way. And according to these women, they both experienced the exact same thing, that they walked into a small sliver in time, a little tear, and went into a time slip and were looking at what it, what was happening back in Marie, Antoinette, uh, Marie Antoinette's time. So they didn't think that this was like a ghostly apparition. It was... It was. They thought it was a real time slip because mm. not only did they see her, but they saw buildings and they were hearing people talking. And did they both report the same story? Uh huh. Hmm. Weird. It's silly. Were they? Did they have any sticky ick with them? <laughs> <laughs> now, Lindsay, if you're asking if they had any of that, st- <laughs> any of that green <laughs> dust. Yeah. Um. That didn't say. This was in the early 1900s that this happened, right? Didn't I say that? Hold on. I can't get my tabs right. Uh, 1901. So I don't even know if anyone knew about Sticky Ick in 1901. Mm. I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm but sure they did. They they didn't say anywhere in here that they um, that they had found a bunch of Sticky Ick. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think so too. My next story happened a little bit more recently. The next story is called The Mystery of John. I think it's Titer. C. Riley, not John C. Riley. Okay, it's either Titer or Teeter. T I T O R. You want Titer? Sure. Or do you want Titor? <laughs> that sounds like a Mortal Kombat. It name. does. Scorpion versus Titor. <laughs> you want Titor? Sure. Okay, we'll be. It'll be Titor. So on the internet, there was a forum going on, started in the year 2000, on some website where a bunch of people were discussing time travel and how possibly people could make it work if they wanted to make it work. I guess um, I didn't get the name of the website, but it was where it was this forum on like a fairly popular website at the time in, in, in 2000 where a bunch of smart people would go to talk about theories and stuff like that, I guess specifically related to time travel. Yeah. And this guy popped up in the comments named John Titor. And what was weird is that he said he was validating somebody's idea or theory as to how time travel would actually happen. Okay, so he was saying basically, I'm the time travel man. I'm Titor. Yeah. I'm Titor, the time travel man. Well, if you're going to, you you have to say it right. Titor. <laughs> Thank you. And <laughs> he's like, I know my stuff, so I'll tell you how to do it. Kind of, sort of. Was this in like a chat room? Because that was around the time that like chat rooms were big. Yeah, it was a forum. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it was an online forum. So I guess there was a guy in the forum whose name was Paul, and this is what Tytor said in response to Paul's theory. Okay. Quote, wow, exclamation mark. Paul is right on the money. I was just about to give up hope on anyone knowing who Tipler or Kerr was on this word line. I guess Tipler and Kerr were like, I don't know, scientists or something. Uh, the quote continues, by the way, number two is the correct answer. And the basics for time travel start at CERN, I guess it's a company, mm -hmm. in about a year uh, and end in 2034 with the first time machine built by GE. Too bad we can't post pictures or I'd show it to you, end quote. So not only did Titor say this guy Paul was correct about how time travel would work, he even like alluding to posting photos online and like especially in forums may have been a little bit still kind of early for the year 2000. So even saying, oh, too bad we can't post photos on this forum. And he said that they they begin building the process, he said in one year. So that would have started in 2001 when this forum was happening and they stop building the actual time machine in 2034. So the whole building process of this time machine that Titor is talking about took 33 years. That's a long time. And what's weird is that after this was discussed on the forum, no one heard from this guy ever again. His name... he traveled back in time. He traveled back in time, really. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you exactly why, according to Titor, he was traveling back in line. He was talking on this forum. His name, his username was time travel underscore zero which is very funny. Uh, and he said he came from the future during which a machine had already been invented. He was traveling back into the future, back in time. He was traveling specifically to 1975 to bring a type of computer, an IBM 5100, back to his own time in 2038. Because I guess there was an issue with some computer they were having then, which is important to time travel, and they needed to like reverse engineer some super dated technology, which I guess existed in this IBM 5100 computer. So he had to travel back to 1975 to get the computer, but he said that he stopped in the year 2000 just to like take a break for a minute and then go because back. Because it's tiring. Yeah, I mean, who knows how time travel actually so he works. stopped in 2000. Just to take a breather. To take a breather, um, to write on a couple forums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check his to, email. <laughs> check his email real quick. Yeah. See, I think I'd be more impressed if he didn't say the make and the model of the computer back in time, if he gave us a make and the model of a computer from the future that he was from, because then it would be like, oh, I wonder if that computer will ever exist. And then if it does, it's like confirmed that he oh that's a really traveled. good point that's a really good but point. If, if it's already happened then it's like oh of course you know the make and the model of that computer maybe i'm gonna check really quick to see if he even said the name the, the the make and the model of the other computer no he just said he he needed it for various for quote various legacy computer programs in 2036 in order to combat the known problem sim similar to Y2K called the year 2038 problem. Um, so that's that's all he said. Oh. So I guess there's a big issue, like a big computer reset in 2038. So that could be some foreshadowing. So if there is in 2038, maybe Titor was a real time traveler. <laughs> the iPhone 6000 yeah. has some major glitches. Yeah, it's going to leak all your, your selfies. Cat. It's eating your cat. It's, it leaks your <laughs> selfies. It eats your cat. Uh-huh. To gain its power and its courage. Yeah. Maybe it eats the cat to streamline your YouTube searching to find more cute cat videos or something. Maybe it just is the time traveler. What's his name? Paul? Uh, Titor. Titor. Um, maybe he really is just keyboard cat. That video of that cat playing the keyboard. Oh, and enough cell phones have eaten cats, and then that's the last cat to eat. They eat that cat, and then that cat becomes sentient and able to type on the computer. And probably, play the keyboard. Yeah, probably that telepathically. That video is just from the future of the cats taking over and playing the keyboard. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, those are two small stories about time travel. Probably not the most convincing stories, but I think it's really hard to convince people about time travel. Yeah. I remember me and my cousin, when we were little, I had to stay with her for the weekend and she tried to make a time travel machine. Is this Katie? Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't work. How do you know it didn't? <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll never know, I guess. How did, how did she build it? Well, we had a bunch of boxes. I think there were some old light bulbs we found that we like attached to boxes. Good. That's what you need. Um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, this could just be me mashing up a bunch of different weird memories when I was little, but I'm pretty sure that time machine turned into a haunted house ride. Oh, cool. I think we had just been to Disney World when we were like six, eight years old. I think we were just trying to create a ride. That's fine. Sure. Time travel. (laughs) Time travel. Well, that's all I have for today. Some breaking booze, a little bit of time travel, maybe. There is some other time travel stories that I have that... I might save for some other time. There was one about this. They called him the time traveling hipster. Is he a recent thing? Kind of. So I was going to say, I feel like hipster is a pretty newish word. Yeah. Does he time travel? Maybe. We don't know. Oh. It's a teaser. Okay. <laughs> well, let's time travel 20 seconds in time, forward in time, and we'll meet everybody in the haunted housekeeping zone well we're kind of time traveling because today we're recording on a sunday and everybody's going to be listening to this tomorrow so like we are in the past we are traveling to the future and they are traveling to the past kind of sort of yeah yeah at least they're (laughs) listening to our voices from the past yeah is there anything that we could tell the future to make their lives easier what's gonna happen tomorrow tomorrow um it was cold today in columbus (laughs) One of our listeners tomorrow is going to get a Starbucks drink. Okay. Probably not. I mean, not from us. No, they're just going to get one. Wow. So if you're listening and you're drinking a Starbucks drink, I'm talking to you. Wow. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Let's do a little haunted housekeeping. Yeah, because my mind's about to explode. (laughs) Well, we'll see everyone in the very heady and philosophical haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Our extremely haunted show is brought to you by Vidi Space. Vidi Space is an online spooky streaming service started by our buddies Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint. You can find everything spooky on there, including us, and it's really scary. <laughs> yeah, I think just the fact that we're on there is terrifying. Vidi Space is an app that you can download on your iPhone or your Android. You can also go to vidi.space on your computer computer and search a bunch of super spooky content documentaries about bigfoot alien stuff maybe you want to watch some more creepy things about the men in black because this show just really inspired you to do it go right ahead start streaming and screaming you can go to vidi.space that's v-i-d-i dot space and get a 15-day trial for free and browse all the content you'd like and then see what you think and then maybe you just want to be spooked and scared and scream all the time you can do it we also are a proud member slash part of the (laughs) scavengers family at the scavengers network that's true the scavengers network was started by our big beautiful boss boy baby baby boy boy colin m parker and it's home to a lot of wonderful podcasts and some youtube vids as well you can check out podcasts on there like new shows insanely haunted i don't know radio myth takes a tabletop role-playing game podcast the new show morgan needs a podcast by with with our buddy morgan spatola all sorts of stuff you can go to scavengersnetwork.com or check out the scavengers network on twitter instagram or facebook and stay up to date with all your pod buds and each and every one of our dear listeners if you'd like to why not become a donor of the scavengers network patreon and help support our show and every other show on the network you can go to www patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a donor at one dollar a month 
$2 a month, $5, $10, or 20 bucks. We did a little snippet teaser about swell spells, uh, little witch spells that you can do for every day. But you'll hear more of those if you become a Patreon at the Scavengers Network. That's right. You help keep the lights on, as it were. You help fund the shows to maybe, at least for our show, since you're listening to our show right now, maybe do some traveling, maybe investigate some haunted places, maybe pay for a guest or two to come on the show, maybe a Doug Jones. I don't know. Uh, but we would love your support. So again, that's patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Take a look if you like. Show us that we you love us. Because <laughs> we love you. Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply it to our own career paths as we make our mark on this world. So join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi. Well, you're still, you've been here. Me? Yeah. No, the other person in the room. Molly. Molly. (laughs) Molly's actually sleeping on my blanket right now. Yeah, Lindsay has covered herself in a very large comforter because it was really nice earlier in the week and now it's cold in Ohio. It's chilly. I don't get it. The sun did come out though. Ah, yes. But anyways, it's scary when the sun comes out. I mean, it kind of is, you know? When it's not when the sun has not been out and then it does come out. Yeah. I guess it's scary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess sure. it's a little scary. Okay. Well, I have a question <laughs> for you. Um, so Am I afraid of the sun? Not really. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I got sunburned yesterday. I was outside for an hour and it was only about what, fifty six degrees? Tops. Yeah. My face sunburnt. Yeah, Lindsay's nose got sunburnt. And the <laughs> top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> my scalp. <laughs> so when you normally think of haunted places what do you normally think of like what kind of pictures come to mind okay uh, just imagery yeah like castles or okay well now i'm not going to say castles because okay. you did um i think of abandoned buildings i think of old hospitals yeah i think of crystal balls it's not th- a place Oh, I'm just. I mean, I, I guess unless you live in the crystal ball. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of people who live in those things, or a lot of people who think they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just thinking imagery in general. You mean like actual places? Yeah, like haunted oh, places. Okay. What did I say? I said some really cool stuff. Uh, abandoned buildings. Yeah. Old hospitals. Old um, research facilities mm-hmm. haunted by rabbits and monkeys that have gotten lipstick on them because they do animal testing and it's very mean. I think of I think of Athens, Ohio. I think of the ridges in Athens, Ohio. The ridges is creepy. Uh, yeah, like any any place that's damp, dark, dank, dirty, dumpy, dangerous. Well, all those descriptors. Fits perfectly with this really haunted place that I'm about to talk about. Yes. I thought you were going to commend me on my (laughs) alliteration because I said 60 words in once, six in a row, five or six. I think so. Wow. There's a lot. I couldn't count them. There's too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is my first. I have a few haunted places and my first one is actually in Sunnyvale, California, and it is a Toys R Us. Oh, maybe it's uh, ghosts are you. So a very unlikely haunted place that you normally think of. I wouldn't even, yeah, no way would I have thought of that. (laughs) But this is Sunnyvale, California. There's a Toys R Us. It is said that there is a ghost named Johnny Johnson. Okay. He was a farmhand. He died in the 1800s after an accident chopping wood doesn't seem like a cool like a cool toy see when i think about chopping wood yeah like you're probably using an axe right for sure on like, well for for me i'm using my fists but like go ahead. how badly did you miss that you got you took your own life bad so like you, it's not like i chopped a finger 
Like, he yeah. chopped and was like, oh. Whoop. I would think. And his torso came apart. <laughs> like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I would think he chopped. Okay, he was holding the axe over his head, mm-hmm. chopped down. It was standing too far away from the stump. And then the axe and his body went under his legs. And then he came back up on himself. Yeah. He, he Mortal Kombat chopped himself vertically in half. Like picture a swing going over the top of the swing set. That's what he did. And then his body <laughs> split down the middle. Fatality. And it said fatality. <laughs> um, it doesn't say how he died. It just said he has an accident chopping wood. Um, as it turns out, this particular Toys R Us was built on the site of the former plantation that he used to work at. Okay. Um, so staff and customers have reported multiple times that they will get weird messages either over their intercom or in their little ear like microphone intercom. Oh, how they talk back and forth? Yeah, so they'll be talking back and forth and they'll get interrupted messages, which I could see that happening because, like, you know, you use, what, the devices for ghost hunting and, like, the white noise and everything. And they said what's really weird about these messages that keep coming over the intercoms is they sound like they almost have like an old timey kind of vibe to them, like yeah. like the slang. Yeah. And also they'll get like short, fast quotes that seem like Bible verses, which would be very fitting for like eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Kind of thing. What do you think he says? Like you, you stinky, you, you, you stinky. Dorks? Do you think he calls them? <laughs> I don't know if he calls them stinky yeah. dorks. <laughs> I like how that's your old timey. Yeah, it's good. You think? You stinky dorks. <laughs> no. You dumb idiots. Maybe you you little rascals or something. Like rascal would be an old timey word, right? Which one of you nerds peed your <laughs> pants? Probably Kyle. And what if there's a Kyle that worked there? Well, it'd have to be someone that works there because it's over the intercoms. Well, do you think if they, do you think if they heard that over the intercom and someone and he said probably Kyle and there was no one who there was no one there was no one who was named Kyle who worked there they'd be like what the heck's this all about they, yeah they like it would go it from scary to like wait what there is no Kyle now, there here. is a Corey. There is a Corey, but there's not a Kyle. So I thought it would have been a ghost. And you heard again, I mean Corey. Well, I mean, I do think that you have a really good voice for this ghost <laughs> because he seems like he's just a butt. He you does. know, he moves stock around like inventory. He'll Classic. move it around. Classic. Um, he'll put different things on different shelves. So, you know, like the Tickle Me Elmo's won't <laughs> be in the right place. Hey, who put a sign on this where the Tickle Me Elmo's go that says Kyle pees his pants and then it's crossed out and says Corey? <laughs> well, talking about pee, there's <laughs> numerous sightings of some kind of being in the girl's bathroom. Oh, yeah. So he hangs out in the girl's bathroom and he moves his stuff around and he says stuff on the intercom. He sounds like a real a real piece of crap. A real Johnny Johnson. Listen up. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like a real wrath. He sounds like a real stinky dork. Yeah. Well, that's him. Um, my next location, if you haven't picked up, the theme is unlikely haunted places. My next location is at a pizza hut. You know. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Those buildings, they have that iconic look. Yeah. They look the most haunted out of any pizza franchise. Well, they do have like their steeple kind of look. More like a creeple. This one's in Long Island, New York. Where the pizza hut location is, <laughs> it used to be a jack-in-the-box. Oh, Talk about haunted. Which I'm really surprised that Pizza Hut's even still there because I think a lot of Pizza Huts are going out of business too. Yeah, I mean, all they want to do is just make all these crazy crusts. Pizza Hut. Yeah, pretzel crust. Pretzel crust. Bacon crust. There's like some pizza place with a bacon crust. It's gross looking. I Now, I will say Pizza Hut, yes, it's the place for pizza abominations. It's the mm-hmm. place for pizza secrets that you go in private. Pizza I think they, they, they need to hand masks kind of like eyes wide shut when you walk in so no one sees you ordering this pizza nightmare. But their stuffed crust was super good when it first came out. <laughs> Well, anyways, they have the location that used to be a jack-in-the-box, which is funny because you brought up the Pizza Hut location, their iconic-looking building. I wonder if they made it to look like a Pizza Hut or if they're like, 
why doesn't that Pizza Hut look normal? Oh. That's already sign one of this is a possessed Pizza Hut. Yeah. Um. Well, someone apparently died in the bathroom. Oh, great. The bathrooms are now haunted, and supposedly you'll hear whispers and feel cold spots. I had pretzel, too much pretzel pizza. <laughs> the staff members have reported pots and pans falling mysteriously. Also, the members of the Long Island Paranormal Investigators videotaped the men's and the women's bathroom and only found a spirit of a woman in the women's bathroom. Okay. Or maybe it was a real woman using the bathroom yeah, and they were yeah. just videotaping it. Do you it. think they, they, they heard a voice, but it's because this woman was nervous that people were investigating at 4 p.m. And then she did one of the things where like you put your feet up on the toilet so no one can see your feet. And she's like, please just leave me alone. <laughs> maybe. I'm literally alive. Wow, well, this ghost sounds really alive. Well, Google Maps says that the location is closed, but HuffPost, um, I guess, said that that Pizza Hut is there. Oh, And weird. when they called to double check because they were getting reported reports that it was closed, a Pizza Hut employee answered the phone and said that they were there. Okay. So I don't know if people even know that that's there or not. Where is this? <laughs> where is it? Does it say where it's it is? It's in Long Island, New York. Oh, yeah, that's right. I kept thinking it was California, but that was the Toys R Us. Um, Glendale, Arizona also has a haunted pizza hut. What? There's a lot of haunted pizza huts, I that's guess. My my wild and highly controversial claim that pizza huts are the most haunted pizza places I feel like I'm getting justified here. <laughs> um, people have reported in Arizona that they hear infant children and babies haunting the place by crying and turning on and off faucets. Okay, probably not babies because they can't even reach the faucet. <laughs> it's probably some prankster. I mean, ghosts will disguise themselves as children crying. Yeah, demonic and, ghosts and will. And then they turn on and off the faucets. Oh, I don't like that. Because they're thirsty. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Firsty. This one is a subway in Dodgeville, Ugh. Wisconsin. Of course a subway's haunted by a bunch <laughs> of yoga mat bread. Yeah. Um, subway smells so bad, right? Yeah, actually, this um, they think that this is the reason it has a weird stench. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> whoever wrote this article put their own little like subway smell stench. They obviously pun in there. they obviously got fired from a subway when they were younger or something. Maybe the story goes that the building used to be a Harley Davidson shop owned oh. by Mister and Mrs. Forbes. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ford. On the night of April 13th, 1984, Friday the 13th, the Forbes couple was out and driving when a carload of young men, intoxicated, doing 100 miles per hour, crashed into the Forbes car, killing everyone involved. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. So now they say that Mr. and Mrs. Forbes haunts the subway. They throw items off the shelf. They set the beepers on the doors off. They have been reported to be cutting sandwiches. People have seen them cut sandwiches. <laughs> so <laughs> That's so, a weird reporting. So wait, people have said that they've looked behind the counter and have seen ghosts cutting sandwiches? I guess so. <laughs> Here's the thing why that's so funny is because <laughs> if you're I, gonna be a ghost well here that just okay because go people say ghosts repeat and repeat and repeat right right they, they own a harley shop they didn't even know about subway so well maybe they're just trying to adapt that's a, that's exactly why it's so funny <laughs> is because these ghosts are like well if you can't beat them join them and they put and they, they see like a floating subway uh sandwich artist hat and they see these ghosts cutting these subs in half I don't know. That's very cool. But the employees said that they have heard names called at them and no one's been there. Um, and also when they are at the cash register, the cash register will like malfunction occasionally when they hear these names. So it's like <laughs> something glitches, like she yells at them. It's also said that she, the Mrs. Forbes, when anybody has heard her voice or seen her apparition, yeah. there's an extreme foul stench. Okay. And this is why the person said that could be the iconic subway smell. Ah, that's funny. Dirty old Mrs. Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> what's this? What's that smell in here? Is it all the bread and the vegetables, or is it an old woman? <laughs> what am I? What am I smelling here? It could be. So I I poke fun at Subway a little bit, uh, but I feel like I'm allowed to because when I was an under when I was a freshman in college, I used to eat Subway all the time. 
because I found out that they had veggie burgers. So Mm -hmm. I would eat them all the time and it was very cheap. Uh, But I stopped eating Subway because I got food poisoning from Subway one time and it was not Maybe it was Mr. and Mrs. Forbes. I got some dirty lettuce or some dirty spinach from from a nasty old couple being a bunch of real creeps. This one's in Ohio. Okay. Taco Bell. Of course. Twinsburg, Ohio. Oh, I know Um, Twinsburg. Three ghosts have been spotted by employees, a young girl wearing white, a military veteran, and a woodsman. (laughs) There may be a fourth ghost. Um, They think it might be a teenage boy, but there's not enough reported to confirm. But they claim that the teenage boy will poke them and prod them and have them get their job done faster. I think maybe just these high school students think their manager might be a ghost and they're like, someone keeps poking and prodding us. I think that now speaking about sticky ick, a lot, you know, uh, Taco Bell does have fourth meal, which is late at night. Right. So maybe some some young hooligans are going to Taco Bell and they think they see ghosts or they think they hear ghosts, but maybe they just have early onset food poisoning. Maybe. Oh. Well, let's move on to Burger King. All right, here we go. <laughs> West Palm Beach, Florida. Hey, when when I think West Palm Beach, Whoppers. <laughs> I think Burger King and Ghost. <laughs> um, a janitor that used to work at the Burger King claims he chased a young man around the restaurant twice, only to have this young person disappear before his eyes both times. The janitor quit out of fear and will never eat at Burger King again. Wow. Maybe it was Noob Sabot from Mortal Kombat because he can turn into smoke. Yeah, well, the night manager and the two assistant managers at this Burger King didn't believe him. So they were kind of taking over for him. And then they later reported seeing a young ghost as well. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Customers that know about the legend at Burger King in West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, (laughs) like to just call him the uh, Burger Prince. (laughs) Because it's the Burger King. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. The Burger Prince. Uh, you'll really like the next one because you like to use this Uh-oh. pretty much for all of your jokes. Um, Arby's. Yay! <laughs> Colorado Springs, Colorado. Yeah. Um, 1996 or 1997, the manager of this Arby's was shot in the parking lot oh by an employee God. that he had just fired. Oh, my God. It's just Arby's, man. I know. It got crazy. Um, now they say that the ghost of the manager shows up at the restaurant to help out, making sure things are in the right place, moving chairs, jabbing employees for being lazy. Late at night, you might be able to hear an altercation taking place in the parking lot wow man yeah. oh man i like so that one actually like has a kind of a backstory like the forbes have a backstory but it's like they were they owned a harley chop yeah they're not cutting they're not cutting subway sandwiches they're, they're not cutting sandwiches i guarantee yeah. you they're not cutting sandwiches but yeah that's arby's the last one oh. i saved the big kahuna for last mcdonald's mm-hmm. kiro texas I think okay. that's how you say it. Yeah, sure. This McDonald's um, was previously a gas station. It was supposedly the site of multiple tragedies. That's sad. According to the legend, a mother accidentally ran over her child in the 60s. Holy crap. A, Sorry for swearing, but a oh car my gosh. Me- a car mechanic that worked at this gas station was crushed by a vehicle when the lift malfunctioned. Okay. And the mechanic was reportedly supposed to be charged by police for earlier for the murder of his own child. Oh, my gosh. What's with all these people killing their kids? Yeah. So there's like a lot of kid killing and then mechanic killing. (sighs) craziness going on yeah no kidding um the employees have heard strange noises the toilets have flushed randomly yeah during the day um the mcdonald's bathroom toilet is never really working properly a bunch of people have tried to fix it and they can't um there's a skeleton stuck in it (laughs) there's probably a skeleton in there Using the bathroom. Uh, the walk-in cooler, if you walk in it, people say that the lights will turn off and then you will get stuck in there on multiple occasions. Scary. Very um, scary. So yeah, a bunch of ghost nuggets in there. Yeah, no kidding. Chicken chicken mix screams. 
Yeah, so that one's actually like, okay, there's a lot of crazy stuff if it actually happened on that property, and then now it's a McDonald's. I think that that gas station is cursed already. So previously, before the gas station, maybe it was a, I don't know. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Maybe it was a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and all the chicken murdering that was happening there created some portal to heck, and then a gas station, and then a Mickey D's. So really... When I was looking these up, there wasn't a lot of Wendy's. Good. There wasn't a lot of KFCs. Okay. So I guess those are safe ones to go to. You know, the other ones are haunted. Speaking of Wendy's, on my way home, uh, maybe like a month ago, I did get a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Uh, it was a moment of weakness for me. But you know what? <laughs> really good. There was, I think like way, way in our earlier episodes, I do remember, like I think there was a Walmart somewhere that was haunted. Because remember there's footage of that guy and he, it was like in the auto parts section. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm going to catch like what I'm, this employee was like, I'm going to catch what I'm hearing because nobody believes me because it's a Walmart. Yeah. And then like, I think he caught some weird stuff on camera, whether it's real or not, but it's an older video. Like, I'm curious to look it up and try to find it again. If we did talk about it, I have no recollection because I forget <laughs> about what we talk about as soon as we're done talking about it. Yeah. Like writing our small show notes. There's like three things. I'm like, what? What did we talk about? <laughs> I completely forget. But you know what I'll remember forever? What? Subway and McDonald's and Arby's and Taco Bell. You might be eating at a haunted fast food place when you get your fast food. Is anybody who listens, are, are any of our listeners frequenting a haunted fast food place? I don't know. Well, a lot of them are, what, New York, California, Wisconsin, Ohio's in there. I mean, all pretty chill places. I guess, yeah, I guess. I mean, they're there. Except they're, for like New York. That's crazy busy. Yeah. New York people don't have time for ghosts. They're like, no. 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 A, 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 a demon could be walking up to somebody in New York City about to take their soul and they're like, out of my way. I'm already late. I'm late tomorrow. <laughs> I'm late. You know what I think is the most scary is being in New York City, especially Long Island, and going to a pizza hut in the first place because there's so much good food there oh, and restaurants yeah. that yeah. like, why would you go to a pizza hut in New York anyway? Wouldn't that be funny if that's where some people went and they're like real authentic <laughs> New <laughs> York style? Food. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be cool too if there was a sign in there that said uh, New York's first pizza place? Best pizza in New York. Pizza hut. <laughs> There's a ghost inside. Good slice of pie. Pizza Hut. <laughs> book it. Stuffed crust. Read a book. Personal pain. Real New York pie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says New York pie like this pizza. It's Pizza Hut. Corn dog crust. <laughs> pizza. I think there is a corn, like a mini corn dog one. Really? I bet. Oh, I think, man. I think there is. That's too much to handle. I want to go to a Pizza Hut, you and I, and just talk non-stop but we have to do it in new york city and be like man nothing says new york like real pizza hut corn dog stuff crust pizza crust cheese pretzel hamburger taco pizza party next time somebody asks because we go to new york quite a bit we've yeah, been there quite my a bit. my sister lives there and i feel like the next time someone asks what to do or where to eat in new york <laughs> i'm gonna say pizza hut you gotta go to pizza hut when it's you're the out there best pizza. call ahead like a week before get put your <laughs> it name gets on packed. It, gets, it gets it gets wild especially if you're going after a softball game it gets crazy <laughs> this pizza hut to go to the pizza hut in times square it gets lit and you can see Carson Daly there, and you can see the Lion King cool banner. But yeah, call ahead because it gets nuts. Well, that's that's my topic <laughs> for this week. I really liked your topic. You you told me earlier this week that I was gonna like your topic, and you know what? You're right. Thank goodness. I feel like I feel like you bring in topics that I'm more excited about, and I bring in topics that maybe I'm being selfish that like I get excited about. I don't know. Like I know time travel might not be your thing. So maybe I need well, to be a little bit. Well, this is the thing is I don't think time travel is really anybody's thing. <laughs> you don't think Like so? I think it's like 1% of the world population <laughs> is into time travel. Really? You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, I believe you. I trust you. But you know, there's that 1%. So don't forget about them. Me and maybe my dad. <laughs> They're all meeting up at a meeting at Pizza Hut right now talking about time travel. So, okay, guys, we are here from the future. But first, can we just say what a good slice of New York pie <laughs> is corn dog taco pizza party. Anyways, pizza party. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, what's even going on here? Uh, well, hey, 
We would like to thank Eli Rexford Pizza Party Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and end of our show. It's, dare I say it, stanky. It's that real, true, authentic New York ghost music. But spooky. But spooky. You can and stanky. Oh, for sure. You we can... Thought... What? We'd also <laughs> like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. Uh, we have a bunch of new shows on the Scavengers Network, so yeah. definitely check them out, scavengersnetwork.com. Also, we have a Patreon. You donate to us, we give you more stuff. How about how about that? How about that? How about that? Maybe we'll send you a Pizza Hut pizza, or maybe we'll, we'll deliver it ourselves. Why our house right now? I'm smelling pizza. It yeah, smells I'm like something's, something's in the something's... oven. <sighs> I smelled it too. It smells like something's burning. Our house is either on fire, or we're smelling pizza. <laughs> Well, let's wrap it up so we can go yeah, see what's we need going to check on. Out, like, I smelled that too. Yeah, I, I thought it too. maybe I was having a heart attack. Okay. Don't you smell burnt toast? Well, I think that's a stroke. Or stroke. I think it's a stroke. But hey, but really quick, you can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music. We're on there at spooky underscore spouses. Thank you to all each and every one of you for listening to the show. Without you, there's no us. And we are going to go see what smells weird in our house. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, until next week, have a great week where you don't smell anything. You don't know what it is. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>